This is the Truth and Power Podcast with Ryan Edberg. This is Ryan Edberg, and you are listening to another podcast of Truth and Power. I want to talk to you guys a little bit today about strength in weakness. Now, before I do that, you guys can check out kingdomyouthconference.com. All of our conferences and events are on there, and you can also support the ministry and what we're doing. Help us go reach this, this lost and hurting generation for Jesus. Um, but again, that's kingdomyouthconference.com. Um, you can click on events to see that or donate to help us out. Well, let's jump into this really quick because this is powerful. I wanted to talk about the strength and weakness a little bit. Now, if you go to um, John 16, let's start there and go to 25, and we can start reading through there. And this is what it says. It says, these things I have spoken to you in a figurative language, but the time is coming when I will no longer speak to you in a figurative language, but I will tell you plainly about the Father. In that day, you will ask in my name, um, and I do not say... Uh, that you shall pray the Father to you. For the Father himself loves you because you have loved me and have believed that I have come forth from God. I came forth from the Father and have come to you uh, into the world again. It says again, I leave the world and go to the Father. Um, It says his disciples said to him, see, now you're speaking plainly to us using uh, figurative speech. Now, we are sure that you know all things and that you have no need to ask um, anybody that they should question you. But this we believe that you come forth from God. So Jesus answered and said, do you believe? Indeed, the hour is coming. Yes, you have come that you will be scattered each to his own and will uh, leave me alone. And yet I know not um, alone because the Father is with me. These things I have spoken to you that in me, you may have peace. Now, I taught on this peace before. That's the word for shalom. Um, and that is this big, robust blessing. Um, everything that Jesus pre- paid for on the cross is, is that um, authority to um, that God gave you to destroy any authority attached to chaos, which is really just saying to destroy the works of the devil. So here he's saying, in me, you're going to have this peace, this shalom, But here's what it says, in the world, you will have tribulation. So you're promised two things here, that in me, inside of Jesus Christ, is everything that you will ever need. Everything has been paid for on the cross. But in the world, I promise you, you're going to have tribulation. And it says says here, but be of good cheer, because I have overcome the world. So in Jesus is really the safety net that you need for anything, for everything. So we sometimes think that, you know, we've got to figure it out, that we've got to do this, we've got to do that. Um, Look in really quick, 2 Corinthians 12 and 7, and if you start reading through this, um, Jesus is talking about, it's 2 Corinthians 12, 7 through 10, but let me just say this to you. This is where it says, and least I should be exalted above the measure of the abundance of revelation. A thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I be exalted above measure. Concerning these things, I pleaded with the Lord three times that I might depart from me, or that it might depart from me. And he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness." 
It says, therefore, most gladly I would will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in my infirmities, in my reproaches, in my needs, in my persecutions, in my distress for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Now, this is saying a lot of things. I've heard this taught horrible so many times that is so contradictory to scripture. So a lot of people teach that the thorn in Paul's flesh was a sickness or an eye disease. Well, I could go through and I could break that down on why that's not true. In fact, I think I did um, a podcast uh, a little bit ago called Thorn in the Flesh. Go check that out. But you can, after studying through scripture, you can see that every time in the Old Testament, when it said thorn in the flesh, when the Israelites were talking about that, they were not talking about sickness. They were talking about persecution. So every time it talks about um, thorn in the flesh, it talks about persecution. Now, Paul knew Old Testament like nobody else, right? He was a Pharisee among Pharisees, right? And so him saying this, and you look at Paul's life and what he went through, um, we know that he had persecution. What is the one thing that we are not delivered from? It's persecution, right? In fact, we are promised in this world, you will have tribulation. Going back to John 16, what we just read, but be of good cheer because I've overcome the world. So when you look at this, it says that my grace is sufficient for you. What does that mean? Go back to John 16 again, when he says that um, in me, you will have peace. What was peace? That shalom, it's everything that the cross paid for. So when Jesus is telling Paul, my grace is sufficient for you, he's saying that everything that I paid for on the cross is more than enough to answer all of your prayer, prayers here. Everything that I've already done and paid for is yours. For in my strength, it is made perfect in weakness. When you can't do it, then God gets the glory, right? So when you think that, well, I can do it, I, I need to, you know, really serve God with my talents, with my gifts, with what I'm good at. Well, that's great. But then at the end of the day, you can pat yourself on the back because you really were did what you were good at, right? Now, I know that God gives you your gifts and your talents. I'm not saying that. But there's something special that when you get something done, through your weakness, and you can do nothing but give God the glory. There's something that is so powerful about that. And even he says, when when Paul is saying, therefore, I take pleasure in my infirmities. He's not talking about, I take pleasure in my sicknesses, right? He's not talking about that at all. He's saying, I take pleasure in these persecutions that are coming because I know that you're going to come through. I know that you're going to be there. And all this stuff that he's talking about, for when I am weak, then I'm strong. Why? Because when I can't do it, then, Jesus, you are more than enough, right? Then, God, you're going to come through and you're going to make a way where there seems to be no way. And then I can't take the glory for that, but you get all the glory. You see, you look through Scripture and some of the biggest um, stories in the Bible were from somebody's weakness, right? So Moses, who couldn't speak, is called to go talk to Pharaoh and say, let my people go. And now lead a whole, um, you know, generation is the whole people of the Israelites out of slavery into the promised land. And he had a stuttering problem. Now, 
you can't give any credit to Moses except for God used somebody and made that in his weakness, he was strong, right? The very thing, you look at David, he was anointed to be king, the smallest boy, went through and saw all of the sons of Jesse, went down the line and said, isn't there anybody else? Well, sure, I've got a young boy that's out in the field. Bring him over here. Yes, that's the one. He's the smallest. He's the runt of the litter, and I'm going to make him strong. Why? Because in his weakness, then I'm going to be strong. I'm going to send a little boy. I'm not going to give him a sword. I'm not going to give him armor. I'm going to give him a sling and five rocks, and I'm going to take down the biggest Goliath in this area because in his weakness, I'm going to be strong, and I'm going to show myself that I, I'm going to prove to everybody here that I am God, right? And so God gets the glory through all of these stories. You look through all of these people and their mistakes and stuff like that, and God shows up strong, and it proves that God is who he says he is every single time, that in your weakness, that's a perfect spot for your breakthrough. Where you think that you're weak, where you think that you're lacking, where you think that you don't qualify for anything is the very setup for a miracle breakthrough. It's the very spot that God can take and say, watch me work here. And I'm telling you, this is huge. When people begin to understand that in their weakness, in their insecurities, in the stuff, if they will surrender that to God and say, God, use me in my weakness. We want to say, God, use me in my strength. God, I'm really good at baseball, so I'm going to go play baseball, God, and I'm going to share with a few people, and um, I'm really good at this, God. I'm really good at business, so I'm going to go be a businessman, God, and I'm going to do What is the thing that you're not good at that you'd be willing to give God a shot at and say, God, I, I can't really speak very well. God, I, I don't feel like I, I get too nervous to even speak. Speak to somebody, God, but I'm willing to if you want me to. And then you go and you you pray for somebody, and in your weakness, he comes through strong. I'm telling you, this is the biggest thing. And we look at it, and we're like, well, God wants to... Um, you know, humble us. He wants to do all this stuff. He's going to keep us humble. And the thorn in the flesh was to keep Paul humble. No, we went through that. It says in, in James 4... Eh, one through six, if you read that, it says to humble yourself, right? It's when you look at your weakness and you don't think of yourself more than you are. You say, God, I'm willing to let you use this. I'm going to humble myself. And it's really pride when we say, no, I'm not good at this. I don't want you to use me that. What, what we're saying is I'm, it's all about me. I, this, I would feel awkward. So I'm, I don't want to do this because I would feel awkward. And it's just selfishness because of how I feel. So we don't ever move forward, right? Because we're afraid of how we're going to feel. Now, we know that everything's happens. Um, how do I say this the right way? We know that God has this plan for us and that he's going to use us in, in this stuff. We, we Sometimes we want to go after everything in this, this world. We want to go after um, what we're good at to multiply our lives. But I'm telling you that we did a, a full podcast on this. Obedience is better than sacrifice. And when we try to better our lives and better our future with what we're good at, it, it's great. And God has his hand on it. But we need to look at a different angle. And when we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, 
God, what do you want me to do? How do you, how do you want to use my gifts and talent? God, how do you want to use my weakness? God, how do you want to use my life? God, how do you want to use my family? God, how do you want to use my finances? It says, seek first the kingdom and then everything else will follow. Blessing is going to hunt you down. Breakthrough is going to hunt you down. When you are willing to say, God, use my weakness. God, use everything in my life. God, I'm going to seek first your kingdom. I'm telling you, there is power in that and there is breakthrough in that. We need to realize that God is taking us into a new place and he doesn't just want to use your strengths. He wants to use to use your weakness. And the very thing that the devil might be in your head saying you are unqualified in this situation is the very thing that you could be anointed to use. And that's why the devil is attacking that area, right? And so I hope this encourages you guys to give God your everything. Don't just give him your strengths. Don't just give him the stuff that you're confident in. Give him the stuff that you're weak in. Give him your life. Give him your finances. Give him, let him move through you in a big way. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and everything else is going to take care of itself. That is a promise from God in the word, right? So when if you're looking for breakthrough today, you're looking for to go to that next level, give, give God everything, and he might just use the very thing that you thought was unusable. I hope this blesses you guys today. Again, go check out kingdomyouthconference.com. See all the events that we have coming up, all the youth conferences. We are going out this year and just praying with students, giving the gospel message. If you want to support what we're doing, you can do that on there as well, kingdomyouthconference.com. But I bless you guys and hope you are well. To keep up with everything Ryan has going on, go to kingdomyouthconference.com or follow him at facebook.com slash Music.